Kumara growers are facing a double whammy covering the cost of harvesting already rotten crops and the risk any salvaged veg could go the same way. The exact losses across the industry aren't known yet, but some estimate 90% plus of Kumara could be ruined after being soaked for days in lakes of rainwater. The harvest season's just getting underway, but some growers can already see and smell what's going on underneath the soil. And then there's the problem of fixing the soil too with it flushed of nutrients. Warwick Simpson grows Kumara in Ruawai, south of Dargaville. He's lost at least 30% of his crop, probably more, and that's going to mean a talk with the bank. Kumara growers here, we've had a pretty rough time. Um, we had a, the initial problem was the planting season was really wet, so we only got about 70% of the usual area planted to start with. And then the cyclone hit, and obviously that caused lots of flooding. Uh, some growers reported their crops being under a metre of water at times, and a lot of it took a long time to go away. So some of our crops have been underwater for five days. Uh, and obviously you can imagine that Kumara doesn't survive that very well. Yeah, so tell us about your um, your particular patch. What's happened with your crop? So it all, all flooded it a little bit, um, at least to varying degrees. Some of it had that five days underwater, and that part is dead and gone. That's about a third of my crop. Uh, the other two-thirds experienced some flooding. It's all still alive. The big part is we won't really find out the damage until we start harvesting and see how many have rotted underneath and how many are good. Is there any idea, have you got any idea overall how much of the Kumara crop has been destroyed? I've heard a number of estimates, uh, all sitting between 50% and right up to 95%. It's really hard to say in terms of final yield what that value will be uh, because even once we've harvested it, we are expecting maybe a third of it to rot in storage as well. Uh, we've sort of found out that the result of flooding can cause that. So, yeah, you mean it, it starts there. the it starts to disintegrate even once you bring it above ground? Yeah. So you harvest it that looks good, and then you put it in the storage shed, and then just over that time, it starts to rot, and obviously lose the ability to sell it at that point. So it's really up in the air for you. I mean, how do you plan ahead, not knowing how much of a crop you've got and what your income's going to be? Yeah, it's pretty difficult. Uh, just knowing the, the definite loss is already a, a quite a hard hit. Uh, it's going to be a definite struggle to get going again for next season because when you want to start planting again in October, normally that's funded by the income of the previous crop, but obviously that's going to be quite a lot down now. What kind of figures are you working on, Warwick, in terms of how much of that income do you think you've lost? Uh, well, a third of my usual on income will be gone uh, from that, and then it's sort of a guessing game for the rest. I sort of, you know, if you sort of guess that 50% of the remainder might be lost as well. So that's, that's a massive part of my income. Um, definitely going to have to borrow and talk to banks or other sources to get money to keep going next year. What about workers who would normally um, help you out with harvest and things like that? Have they still got jobs? Well, growers will generally have uh, some permanent stuff. So they've, I think in general, mine certainly do still have their jobs. Uh, we also use casual workers for the, for the peak periods of the season. So harvesting is one of those peak periods where we get a lot of extra people in. So some growers with less crop to be harvested will be needing less workers. But there's still plenty of work around. There are other growers that have only had minor impacts, so 
so they can certainly use workers. Uh, there are some other issues as well, dealing with RC workers, uh, which are those have come over from Vanuatu to um, work in our industry. How they can be redistributed and things like that is another complication that's being sorted out. People always wonder about insurance. Can you insure your crop? No. I have checked several years ago uh, and asked if I could insure it, and the response was no, and even if I could, it would be far too expensive to do that. So, yeah, pretty clear that no grower will have their crop insured. So how do you feel about how you're all feeling at the moment? Because it's, you know, it's, it's depressing, to be frank, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, definitely uh, some growers having a hard time at the moment. Uh, we are coming together as an industry. We've got our Northern Wire Vegetable Growers Association is doing a lot of work supporting growers, getting the information to take further up, and then we're getting a lot of support from Vegetables New Zealand and Horticulture New Zealand, and they're interfacing with the Ministry for Primary Industries to try and sort out that financial support and other support as well. Uh, also got to mention Rural Support Trust has been a really big help uh, for sorting out all kinds of things, really. Uh, the task force green is coming into play. They're sorting out lunches and dinners so that growers can talk to each other and getting that social aspect back into our lives. Got a bit of commiseration going on there. Um, but there's lots of really good things trying to get growers back into a good space, basically. And that's Kumara Grower Warwick Simpson there.